Y'all ready to be history? Get started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars, George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite, thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code PAP200 to get $200 off your purchase and Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Now, there is a bit of passion being heard when it comes to Source Elements and Source Connect particularly on iOS. Robert, over to you. (laughs) Eventually, it will be. I can see the bus coming right now. I know. Beep, beep. (laughs) Um, It's... It will happen in time. It's not the biggest priority. Um, we, we still find that iOS is not necessarily the um, most professional production environment in terms of, uh, you know, capabilities and other software offerings and um, even just file management. So while it will happen right now, we are busy working very hard on other developments um, and hope to have a version of iOS sometime, can't say exactly when, in the Source Connect 4.0 generation. What is the difference between iOS and um, OS? Well, to begin with, iOS does, is much more closed off with the file structure. So, so you don't really um, manage files in the same way at all. Files tend to be more per application and you don't really have a central storage Sandboxing, right? Yeah, sandboxing per application, right? Um, Trying to think of some of the other things. Just the whole build of an application is different. It's not. I. It's beyond exactly what I know, but I know that the development skills are are a different set. I think even the version of C that is used is slightly different. Um, And when you are developing in C, it's it's very easy to take an app that's a web page and convert it over to an iOS app, for example. But it depends on the whole scope of the app. Something like, obviously, GarageBand is a much more full application. Um, There's some issues with trying to convert anything for iOS um, that relies on some of the things that Chrome does because Chrome on iOS is not really Chrome. It's just another bastardized version of Safari, I believe. But um, Apple and Google have not gotten along to the point where you have a real version of Chrome in there. And so we we have similar um, barriers as far as trying to translate things that uh, makes it a complete new build for an audience that is still admittedly small. Yeah. My understanding too is that you can, with current tools, you can develop an app for iOS and port it over to macOS relatively easy, easily, pretty easily. But yeah, the, the reverse it has does not exist. You cannot Correct. do the reverse. Yeah. I don't understand, though, why you would want to. I mean, we, we, we were talking about this before we started recording, and George made the absolutely spot-on point that for not much more than what you would pay for an iPad Pro, Pro in inverted pro commas. Pro in name only. Yeah, Pro in name only. Yeah. Um, you can pretty much pick yourself up a, a nice little MacBook Air that's going to do the job brilliantly and really be no heavier or much bigger in size. I don't know why. I mean, I, I think we really only see this request coming from voice talent who want to use it in their booth. We've not yet seen one studio or post operator or 
even podcaster who's using iOS as their end. So it's usually on on the talent side of the connection that has the request. And I, I think it's just a convenience of size. The thing doesn't have a hinge. The iOS tends to be a little bit more kind of push buttony, easier to use in some ways, less to think about within it. Uh, maybe that's some of the attraction. But certainly the ports and the lack of ports, and there's a lot of reasons not to like it. Um, yeah, I, I hate that. There's no very clear audio device switching interface in yeah, iOS. Exactly. It's really irritating that it always feels like a crapshoot. And I've been playing around with all sorts of cheap iOS wireless microphones, for example. I mean, you can get one for $30. It has a little <laughs> wow. wireless dongle. It plugs into the lightning port and then a little lavalier. And it's, it's, it's amazing, amazingly not crappy for what it costs. Um, but <laughs> What's you, the you latency can, like? But you're always... Oh, it's very low. It's very, very low. Yeah. But you're always like, well, is it, is it using this mic? I, I don't know. Like, is it, I don't, I never really know. Is it using this mic or not? So you have to record a little bit, test it, play it back. You have to un, and, and the thing is to play it back, you have to unplug the device. Yeah. To, so, so that you can now play like it back. Constrained. It, it's just, it's just a major irritant doing everything through a single lightning port. It's just a pain in the butt. Um, and, and then if you do anything, go find the files. Or something like that. Or quickly find the files and like zip them. So yeah, it has a files app, but you never know what's yeah. going to be in the files app versus what's going to be in the sandbox for, let's say, photos or Twisted Wave. Why is it easier to record on a platform that you then have to send over to your laptop so you can then deliver it to your clients when you can just record everything into the laptop and then deliver it to your clients? Yeah, yeah. everything on iOS that isn't, I mean, IRS is really good for very specific things. Like my daughter is a really good at Procreate, which is a great drawing app. She draws, she's, she's a whiz at it with an Apple pencil. It's fantastic mm-hmm. for that, right? And it's fantastic That's for- That's an unfortunate name, isn't it, really? They but, can probably sell that name for more than they're selling their software for. <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably. Yes, yeah. yeah, but it's a brilliant app. But yeah. the, it, it, there are things clearly the iPad does very well. I mean, we're not doubting that. But um, until the structure of how it fi- manages files and how it handles external devices is improved to be on uh, at least close to the par of Mac OS, it's still going to feel like an experiment all the time. Well, fuck, if it handles it like Windows, it'll be a huge step backwards. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, I got to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't know. If I was on a Source Connect call with a talent or if I was setting up before a session doing a test call or something and they went, yeah, I'm recording on my iPad, I think I'd be going, listen, if you've got something else, you can plug in. I, I, I don't know that I'd be particularly confident in the first place, I've got to be honest. I don't know. But it's also kind of weird if you think about it because you've only got one input-output, right, in, in an iPad. Mm. So you either, you've either got power on or you've got some device plugged in yeah. Right. No, it's port constrained. I keep on saying that. It's yeah. port, it's one of the biggest yeah. annoyances of it. Like why like why isn't this a professional device? Because it's anemic in the port range. And yeah. then if you argue, but, well, well, the iPad Pro has got USB C. I'm like, okay, well, so you need you still need a USB C hub to yeah. break out to everything else. And then you still don't have the the confidence without doing some tests. You can't really confidently know if you're recording from that device. Um, because it's not selectable. It depends on, I think there's some apps that can do this now, I think, but yeah. I, it's pretty new and it's still bleeding edge. It's still early days. Watch weird stuff happen. Like you're in the middle of a voiceover session and then your earbuds that were dead from power 
that are charging right now finally come alive because uh, they charged up or something. And now they're like, hello. And then your iPad's like Bluetooth. And it just like, I'm so convenient. Yeah. I'm yeah. clairvoyant. I know exactly what you want. And it switches yes. over yeah. to your Bluetooth input and so many things can go yeah, wrong. That's no, that's a real <laughs> yeah. concern. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, yeah. um, or if you're on an iPhone and you're mid session and you forgot to put it in airplane mode, and an incoming call yeah. comes in, you get knocked right Yeehaw. off. You're, you're, you're knocked yeah. off whatever you were doing and it interrupts the session, right? So you have to remember, I got to put it in airplane mode. I got to do this. I got to, you know, got to set these things this way. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nuisance. So how does iOS, iOS just not basically looks at yeah. what inputs are available and basically decides on its own unless you've got one of those few pieces of software by the sounds of it that do give you that choice, George. Is that right? Yeah. And, and, um, and not every audio device looks the same to iOS. Right. So some audio devices can be only used for input or audio recording. Sure. Others can be used as a hands-free device, which is for Zooming, Skyping, uh, phone calls, right. Clubhouse, which I use actually relatively often. Um, and so, and, and devices that do one won't necessarily do the other. Um, and, and even as an app developer, if you have like, like one of the troubles we had initially with our source live gateway back in the day, we had a source live gateway specifically for iOS. And then that had two streams. It had a communication stream and it had a broadcast stream, but the iOS was like so insanely hardwired that any broadcast stream would get pushed down in volume by a communication stream. Right. And you, and you like had no control over it. So people like, I can hear the chat, but I can't hear the mix. Right. And, and you were trying to like make it not be so automatic consumery. You're like, no, I actually do want to have these two things at the same time. Yeah. And auto and like, and it's FaceTime auto ducks, the media, the whole operating system, the whole operating system does that when it thinks that you have a communications call going on. Okay, yeah. Um, FaceTime is what I would use on any any frequency, but that would be true. That makes sense. Consistently, whether it's Zoom or whatever, it's still going to duck or yep. dim, I guess, the media. Like a lot. It dims a it lot. by a lot. It's very quiet. Yeah. yeah. Like 30 dB or something. Yep. So, uh-huh. the, yeah, there's until iOS has a pro version, <laughs> if there's ever an iOS <laughs> pro, <laughs> uh, which I don't like, think there ever yeah. will be, but... When that happens, then, you know, okay, that's one step closer to it being viable. But then that's also one step closer to it just being a MacBook. Exactly, yeah. Hopefully hopefully they don't make the Mac like iOS. They don't shove it that way. Right. You know, and then the whole world is working with Chromebooks at that point. Yeah, the real irritation is that Apple just fucking refuses philosophically to make a touchscreen Mac. And they just do it because they want to sell us all the suckers out there. They want to sell them another thing. Another, you know, an iPad. Well, you need an iPad to do touchscreen. You know, it's just, that's, that really ticks me off. <laughs> How badass would it be if Apple would release a reversible screen touch laptop? I, oh, Mac OS. Flip, with, with the uh, flip around hinges, like the so flip many around, competing uh, yeah, like, like the full and everything else. Cap. Fuck yeah, that's great. Yeah. Microsoft. Yeah, just this surface, and that, the surface yeah. books and. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, Apple is so forward thinking and so at the same time greedy, stubborn. Uh, they're stubborn and yeah. greedy. They're, they they want to sell you something else. Period. Like uh, Steve Jobs recently. Uh, Steve Jobs, sorry, oh, Steve, really. Steve, 
Um, but uh, Tim Apple, no, Tim, Tim Cook was uh, was asked recently, um, hey, you know, we don't think it's cool that you make everybody on Android see a green, you know, they show up as green bubbles. Um, and, you know, it's also annoying that my grandma who's on an Android phone, I can't send her a video in an SMS. It doesn't work. And instead of Tim Cook saying, yeah, you know, we should really consider uh, more of cross compatibility and we should open up iMessage to be available on Android. He said, literally, well, you should get your grandma an iPhone. And that was really philosophically yeah. everything I needed to hear from Apple. And I, and I like Apple stuff. I use it. But that just, that was just told me, it tells you everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. Our job is to sell you another thing. It's not yeah. necessarily to, to make things better. Do you know? Do you know who thinks that same way? Is is Avid, and a good example yes. of that is, for the longest time, all the other workstations had a track freeze option. Which, if you don't know what the track freeze does, basically yes. imagine you have a whole lot of tracks you're mixing, and they all have EQs and compressors and everything else on them, and your computer's getting bogged down. Pretty but you're right. not working on those tracks anymore. They're you're, they're set. You like the way they are, so you can freeze them, which freezes freeze the computer of the need to process them in real time. It prevents you from changing them, but you're not going to change them. And that way you can work on other aspects of your mix. So Avid was not motivated to put this into Pro Tools because they had their DSP card, which would relieve the computer of its burden of DSP processing. Also the offline bounce, bounce feature, mm-hmm. not there for years and years for the yes. same reason. <laughs> well, the, the <laughs> offline that? bounce feature wasn't there because the DSP previously was not able to do um, 32-bit. So in order to do offline bounce, they had to get the whole thing to work off of the computer CPU and not the chips. Uh, uh-huh. And so that's that that was the difference between AAX and um Artes. Yeah. So that one that one kind of makes sense because they were trying to blend it with their DSP hardware and their DSP hardware was very much real time at the time and it didn't have a 32-bit option to be in the computer but some of the other things are just them wanting to kind of control their turf. Um like another example is you could only get more than 32 inputs into it if you had their hardware. But if you're doing core audio, even though core audio can handle many more than 32 inputs on Pro Tools, for the longest time could only see 32 inputs uh, if you, unless you had their hardware. And then you could 64 and 128 inputs. Interesting. No, but it's true, though, that, that both Avid and Mac are notorious. I mean, you, all you have to do is look at Mac and see how many iPhones they've released since the beginning. Um, how many times they've changed the freaking plugs on the things? <laughs> yes, it's like yeah, you know, shit. Removing the head, removing the headphone jack, and their latest thing Correct. is removing the, the SIM card slot because you know it all makes it device cheaper and simpler to build. You take away a slot, yeah. and it's cheaper and easier to make and design and build. You know, it's just that's the thing. Economy of scale, make more, sell them for a little bit more money. They're really clever with pricing. They adjust them just so that it doesn't hurt that bad. You know, it's, I don't know. Ugh, I Did you guys ever long. see Trevor Noah's freak out about European charging law? Yeah. Like the cable? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's really oh, is that about using the same cords or whatever it was? Yeah. Well, he freaks out. He's like, you know what, Europe. Okay. So Europe passed a law that said that like cell phone makers have to use the same type of charge cable. And so then he freaks out kind of, and he's like, you know what? Europe really does have first world problems. Like only he can do this, this part of it. But he basically like takes on the character of three people sitting in like a doctor's office at a, in a European doctor's office. And he's like, 
you know, I was thinking when I was going to the university that I didn't pay for that we should all have cables that are the same and this, that, and the other thing. And somehow he stitches in like that the guy's not paying for his doctor, didn't pay for his university, like didn't have to pay for shit because he doesn't have any any real third world problems. This is just a first world problem. And the only thing he can solve is that I have to use two different chargers for my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just nails it. <laughs> yeah. How do we wrap this one up? <laughs> uh, uh, we'll wrap it up with this, a question. What are the two numbers that iPhone haven't used to date? Nine. Yep. And three. They didn't use two. There was no iPhone two. I don't know. There was a three. There was two. There was no iPhone yeah. I think it, it was early on. It's yeah. two and nine. Two yeah. and nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they use two? What the hell's that about? I don't know. I think they at the time, Steve Jobs didn't want to have a device called an i2. That's my best guess. But I don't know. That makes no sense because they had a Mac 2 and they had a... What did they call L2. it then? Yeah. What did they call the second generation iPhone then? I think it was just the S. Three. Oh, was uh, it the S or yeah, three? Yeah, they did do the S, didn't they? I remember. Yeah, you're right. I been the S. Yeah, yeah, they did. They had a 3S, them. they had a 4, a 4S. Yeah, a they used to do that little halfway S. mode thing, didn't they? Yeah. Halfway between yeah. each model, it was the 4S and the blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they really yeah. skip iPhone 2? I always used to say buy the S model of everything because yeah, that was the refined, yeah. you know, the most refined version. And then, but they got rid of that. So now it's just like, well, I think they were smart to get rid of the S as a business because they don't want you to think that this is a fixed version of the old one. They want, you know, they just want you to buy the new one. Yeah, that's so right. It's yeah. 13, 14, 15, et cetera. Yeah. I, I have our answer. Hmm. Uh, iPhone 2 would have been named at the same time that 3G internet was emerging. And so they didn't want to be confused. Oh, with, what number yeah, right. behind? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like. And what about 9, it's, though? It's kind of like nine? we made Source Connect 2 when Source Connect went stereo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Avid named Pro Tools 5 because it was the first one that could do 5.1. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe they didn't use nine because in German that means no, and they didn't want an iPhone no. Yeah, iPhone nine. 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 It'd nine. be tough to do good ads in German. Kind of like the Novo. Nine is no. For, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. that's right. iPhone no. All right, what should I get then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> iPhone 10 because they wanted it to line up with the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. They skipped nine. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, right. God, we're full of it this week. So they they missed one year in their run. Yeah, right. They skipped a year. And they had to make it up. They're cheating. Yeah, there you go. That's why there's no two and there's no nine. All right. Amy. Yeah. Out. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite. With thanks to Trimove. And Austrian Audio. Recorded using Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters. And mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website. Theproaudiosuite.com.